Welcome to the Ready to Thrive podcast. My name is Jacqueline, and I don't know if you've ever felt like you are just surviving your life. I know I have, and that's why I created this space. I want to help you move from surviving to thriving. My goal is to help you get unstuck and actually enjoy your life. Each week, I'll be sharing practical tips and always point you to Jesus. So what are you waiting for? Let's get ready to thrive. Hello and welcome to Ready to Thrive. First off, I want to say, did you catch last week's episode? If you didn't, I would suggest going back and listening to that first because this episode won't make quite as much sense. So last week when I recorded the episode, I didn't plan on doing a two-part series. However, a few things happened in this last week that made me feel like there is a little more to unpack on this topic. So here we are with a part two. Last week, I was sharing with you about showing up as your full self and some of the lies we can believe that hold us back. And for myself, I've gotten stuck in believing lies about what I think people think about me. I gave the example of wearing earrings as a way to tell myself to show up fully as myself. But the weirdest thing happened this past week. Over the course of one week, it was even actually less than that, probably over the course of five days, I lost two earrings on separate occasions while I was wearing them. I found one earring broken on the ground instead of tucked safely inside my jewelry case while I was traveling. And then I immediately lost a brand new pendant from a necklace that someone gave me. I put it on and within the hour it was gone. So maybe you're thinking, okay, that's weird, but what's the big deal? Well, here, here is the big deal. I have lost the odd earring or broken a piece of jewelry in the past, but like one or two things a year, not four items in five days. So it was super weird. And I've also, um, I found that it was extra weird considering last week's episode as I was talking about this idea of symbolically, um, there's nothing magical about the earrings, but symbolically wearing these earrings as a way to show up as my full self. It was very strange to me that the week I had my email list, I shared about um, the same topic. And then in the podcast, I shared about this topic. And then suddenly, these four items are missing. And even as I sat down to write this episode, I was going to share a different episode this week. But um, what happened was I realized I was on the plane heading home and I wasn't wearing any earrings. So I had an early flight, but um, normally I would still put little studs on. Um, this time I just didn't bother. I just felt like, why bother? Maybe I'll lose them anyways. And as I had that thought, that was when I realized I need a part two for this episode. Because for so many of us, it's not that easy to throw off the lies we've been believing about ourselves. For many of us, we can show up as our true, or try and show up as our full selves, 
but we can be met with opposition and we can end up feeling like I did on the plane. Why bother? And I don't know if for some of you, you um, might hear somebody say something like a friend comes up to you and says, hey, you look really beautiful. And you hear something different in your head like, oh, she's just saying that. She doesn't really think that. Or if someone tells you anything they like about you, but you have trouble believing it. I know for myself, sometimes I hear the word someone is saying, but it's like they go through this filter on the way to my head. They get lost in translation. And by the time they get to my head and my heart, I actually hear something else. Um, It can be so hard to trust and believe the good things about ourselves or that others believe and say about us. It is much easier to believe the negative. Things get lost in translation. The truth can often get slightly twisted en route to our head. And maybe it's not even what others are saying. Maybe it's what you hear yourself saying when you look in the mirror. Or maybe it's feeling like if you can work hard enough and do all the right things, then you can feel happy with yourself and others will approve of you. And if you identify with any of those things, I get it. It is exhausting to not live fully and truly peacefully as ourselves. It's exhausting to try and earn friendships, to earn love and prove our value and our worth. And I think some of these voices we hear in our heads are pretty loud and have been there for a long time. Some of these beliefs we've held are deeply rooted. So it isn't easy to deal with. And going back to my earring situation, I shared last week that the earrings were a way to practically tell myself to show up as my full self. But what happens when they get lost or stolen or broken? And for many of us, we're trying. We're trying to look in the mirror and see the truth. But we see what has been lost or stolen or broken. And maybe it's felt like as hard as you try, you come against an opposition to living freely and lightly. And can I say, that is actually pretty normal. When you begin to try and throw off a lie, the enemy is losing ground that he once occupied and he isn't going to go without a fight. If throwing off lies were easy, we would all be walking around light and free with truth and beautiful thoughts in our head. But it isn't easy. It's hard work. And we need to get stronger. Ephesians 6.12 tells us our fight isn't against flesh and blood, but it's against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. And to fight these forces, we need to use spiritual weapons. 2 Corinthians 10.4 says the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. And that's what those lies are. They are strongholds. And so I want to talk a little bit about how we can do this. So first off, we need to know the truth. And I've heard that when bank tellers are being taught about counterfeit bills, they actually don't study 
counterfeit bills. They study the real and true bills. They know the feel and the look of the real thing. So when something that is not true comes their way, they can identify it. They know the real thing so well so that when something false comes along, they can say, ah, this isn't true. And that is what the Bible does for us. Scripture says the word of God is alive and active, sharper than a double-edged sword. It's able to pierce between bone and marrow. It is powerful and it is true. And when we have the word planted inside us, when something that is false comes our way, we're able to pay attention and say, hmm, maybe, maybe that's not quite true. And then we take those words, whether they're words from someone else or thoughts in our mind, we take them captive, as it says to do in 2 Corinthians 10.5. And in the Passion Translation, it talks about that, taking those thoughts captive like prisoners of war. And this is not an easy process. This is not a light process. And some of us are being run over in our minds and held captive by thoughts that are untrue simply because we're not fighting back. We're just accepting the thoughts that come our way as truth when they are lies. But they pop in our head and we begin to entertain them. So I want you to imagine with me for a minute. Imagine that you're in a war. An enemy shows up at your base camp. You invite that enemy in to have dinner. You actually pull up a chair for the enemy, allow that enemy to sit down, and you feed that enemy and entertain that enemy. And while you're doing all of this, the enemy has locked the door, and suddenly you are being held captive in your own space. And this is what's happening for many of us. And the space where we're held captive is our mind. A thought comes knocking at the door and we let it in. We pull up a seat, invite it to sit down and we feed it. We dwell on it and we agree with it. We allow it to stay. What we need to do is when an enemy thought comes knocking, we need to be ready And we're ready when we allow the truth from the word of God to seep into every part of who we are. So when that enemy thought arrives, we take it captive. And yes, it can be hard and it can be a fight, but we have that power to overcome. Romans 8, 11 tells us that the same power that raised Christ from the dead lives in you. You, with Christ in you, are not powerless. And it, it, it is, sorry, and that is the power to take captive those enemy thoughts. And I bet a soldier in war really struggled the first time he faced an enemy and had to figure out how to take him captive. It takes practice. It takes work. It's actually easier. It's easier to believe the lies. It's easier to give in to fear. Before I go on, I do want to say, I know there are probably people listening who are saying, that's great, but I don't have Christ living in me. I don't think I have that power. And can I say, this is super simple and super easy just to say, God, I want you in my life. I want to have a relationship with you. I want, I want your power 
living inside of me. I also want to say if this is you, um, you can reach out to me. You can reach out to anyone you know who has a relationship with God and say, can you help me start this relationship? Um, I don't want to spend a ton of time there, but I realized what I'm talking about isn't something I do on my own. It's not self-help. It's not Jacqueline is really good at um, mind control. This really is surrendering to the power I have in me through Christ. And he does the heavy lifting, but we need to partner with him. So I want to just share that with you. Um, Send me a message. I'd love to connect with you or someone else you know who has a relationship with Jesus who can help you um, in that because he doesn't Uh, He wants a relationship with you, and he doesn't want you to be powerless, but he's actually giving you his incredible power. Um, So I want to share a story from my life that happened pretty recently. Um, A few weeks ago, my oldest daughter, who is eight, um, was going on a field trip. And I think the field trip plans came out when we were away earlier in January, and so I didn't think a whole lot of it. But the night before the field trip, um, I began to think about what this field trip was. And it was um, going to mean she would be in the car for maybe 45 minutes to an hour uh, with a parent, another adult who I didn't really know, um, driving her along some of our busiest highways um, off to this field trip. And so I immediately had this fearful thought, like she's going to be driving such a long time with somebody I don't really know. And can I, can I trust them? Uh, what if something happens? And so those thoughts began to come my way. And I know I need to take these thoughts captive. But I want to say I want to share this real story because I want to say that this was really hard. So it was hard the moment those thoughts came. And they kept coming, right? And I think that's what can happen sometimes when um, we're trying to take thoughts captive. Um, it's not like we suddenly take captive one thought and then we're fine and we walk away. That can happen sometimes when we grow stronger in our ability to say, that's not true, and I'm able to walk away. Um, I do want to say this. In the past, this thought may have convinced me to somehow keep her home, right? I can't trust whoever's going to drive her. This Something might go wrong. I want to keep her safe. Therefore, I'll figure out a plan to just have her not go. Or maybe I'll figure out how can I go and be the driver? How can I be in control? And so neither of those things are healthy or helpful. So I knew, I'm like, she's going to go on this trip. What can I do? And so I had to, any of the really negative or vivid thoughts that uh, came my way, I had to dismiss them. So I'm not allowing them a seat at the table in my mind. Um, And then I just said, I'm going to replace them with truth. So the truth is, she gets to go on this incredible field trip. Um, in When a negative thought's coming, I'm just going to say, I'm so thankful she has this awesome opportunity for such a fun field trip. Um, and so those things really helped, being able to dismiss those irrational and negative thoughts, as well as replace it with what is true. The truth is, she's going to go with all her friends have a great time. Like those are the true things. And then I want to share with you one other thing that I have done that really helps me in this kind of situation uh, is that I just go to God and I open up my hands and I say, God, you have my daughter. 
she's yours. Really, she's always his. She doesn't belong to me. Um, I am stewarding um, her while she's in my care, and I want to be a good steward of her. Um, But I let go, and I trust. And what happens in this process, and I've shared this before on the podcast, is that when I let go of the control, when I let go of the anxiety, when I let go of the fear, I'm actually able to receive his peace. So that really is how I'm able to trust God, receive peace, um, and stop a lot of those lies that are coming. And I know that example isn't necessarily about showing up as your full self, but it does um, it does highlight how sometimes we need to take the negative thoughts captive and let go. And so I wonder for you, even if you have a particular type of recurring negative thought that goes on in your head, um, there's a particular lie that you believe, um, whether it is about something about how you look, how people receive you, um, whatever it might be that you are able to go to God and say, hey, I want to release those lies to you. Can you help point to the root or the source? Maybe even where did this originate? Where did this come from? And then you sit with him and he is able to uproot those lies. As we open our hands, we sit and we release the things that we have been believing, things we've been holding on to. Sometimes someone hurt us and we've been holding on to a belief that we think is going to keep ourselves safe. Um, whatever we um, need to go to, we don't, we don't always know right away what those things are. And so the first part I shared was that we, we get in the word. And the second part is we just get in his presence. So we're still with God and we listen. And his voice is always going to be love. It's always going to be truth and peace. If we hear things that sound a lot like condemnation or accusation, that's not God. And so we dismiss those things. Um, But we sit with God and we hear his truth about who he has created us to be. Because ultimately, we can't show up as our full self um, without him. Because he designed us. He created us. He has plans and a purpose for our lives. And so he wants to show us who we are. And he wants us to live fully and freely as our full self. And so... As I shared at the beginning, um, sometimes as we begin to throw off those lies and start to walk um, in the truth of who we are, opposition can come our way, right? So it was very odd for me to lose and uh, have damaged earrings. As I said, that was a way for me to show up as my full self. Um, And so there, there can be pushback against you showing up as the person God created you to be. So my hope is that you will continue to move forward. Um, The enemy doesn't like giving up ground. And so, yeah, it may feel like a bit of a fight. It is worth the fight to be able to freely and lightly be who you were created to be. Um, So I just want to ask yourself this week, um, it's sort of a in-closing takeaway. Ask yourself, is there a thought I have been believing about myself or others that maybe isn't true and sit and allow the voice of truth to speak into your life Um, and ask him, is there an area in my life I need to let go of 
something I need to surrender. Um, and it's hard to release areas of our life we've been holding onto for whatever reason, whether we have a right to hold on to something, um, whether we've been hurt in some way, or whether we just think holding onto it is the best way to keep ourselves safe. Um, but when we let go, that is when we're able to receive his peace. So I hope that is helpful for you today, um, unpacking a little more what it looks like to show up as your full self. And I don't know who's listening here, but I want to speak words of truth to you that your full self was created on purpose for a purpose by a God who deeply loves you. And the world needs you to show up fully as yourself, not a version of someone else, not what you think is going to be more acceptable, but who you have been created to be. The world needs you. So I hope that helps you go one step closer to, um, from surviving to thriving. Take care. Thanks so much for listening today. I really am so encouraged knowing how many of you are being encouraged by this message. And if you have found it helpful, would you mind just sharing it with a friend, leaving five stars or even a review wherever you listen to po- podcasts, podcasts, keeping it super professional. Um, if you want to connect more with me, head over to Instagram where I'm at Jacqueline.Widener. Or if you want some free resources, head over to my website at JacquelineWidener.com. This has been an Extend Network production.